This is a HeadGum Original. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ready. Set up. Go! It's called drifting. What do you mean, drift? The cars are lighter. Tires are slick. When you drift, if you ain't out of control, you ain't in control. Still need a dictionary? On the other side of the world, on the wrong side of the law, a new style of racing rules the Tokyo underground. How you guys get away with this? And all the best drivers want in. Who's a tourist? I'm gonna see what the kids got. Unless race. But when you live on the edge, anything can happen. You came to the wrong place. Now, in a place where life moves this fast. That's a lot of money. Hey, you're moving up in the world. You gotta elevate your company. The bigger the risk, the greater the rush. Stay away from them. All my life, people have told me I don't fit in. Maybe I've just been in the wrong place. Life's simple. Make choices. Don't look back. The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. a treat okay so Gabrus is here he's he's co-hosting with me because Lauren Lapkus is a little bit uh, preoccupied she's got something in her home that she needs to take care of she's got a great uh, gig it's a uh, gig that's yeah. hard to book but once you book it it requires years of work which is exciting years <laughs> and years of work not for um, me not for me <laughs> I mean not for me either I mean boy oh boy 
It's hard to, to book the person to help me book the job. Anywho, that's <laughs> getting real inside. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are we talking about? Wrong podcast. This is newcomers, not Why Won't You Impregnate Me? <laughs> the Patreon of Why Won't You Date Me? <laughs> Imagine, and it's just me begging people, being like, please impregnate it's me. It's people competing Ooh. to be your IVF partner. It's like a reality show. <laughs> I mean... It's getting to the point where it might have to become that. She's getting fucking old. So this is the third episode of the fourth season. You know, we're watching the Fast and the Furious franchise. So we're doing 10 episodes. We're covering all nine movies along with Hobbs and Shaw. Today, we are discussing a movie. (laughs) I keep forgetting you think you saw all these movies. And it makes me so excited that you watched... Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, the movie we're covering today, which features neither uh-huh. Paul Walker nor <laughs> Vin Diesel. Vin Di- well, Vin Diesel is in it for a hot Features second. Features okay. being the hard verb there, yeah. Real quick, you can get it on uh, DVD if that's like your jam. Who's still buying, whatever. You get it for free on Peacock. Oh, I didn't know. Or you can Fuck. buy it on Amazon. <laughs> I wasted $3 on Apple. Like well, an actually, idiot. I bought the whole uh, series because I was like, one of these days, I'm going to like, watch all my favorite movies turns out I don't know any of them now you're doing it for work (laughs) just as fun as doing it for fun I guess (laughs) I mean Gabrus do you want to introduce our guest I would like nothing more than to introduce our guest I mean she's a podcasting legend we share a fucking birthday which is maybe one of the (laughs) biggest street creds you can have, and she's fucking from the right. She's right around Inside Amy Schumer, The President Show, and The Simpsons, SNL, Crawl Show, a lot of your favorite comedy shows, and now also your favorite comedy show, The Newcomers. We got Christine Nangle. Also famously my improv coach for a very long time. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah. Hell That's yeah. right. I coached <laughs> little Nicole back in the <laughs> in the Google. Some, one of the people on your team worked for Google, right? Yeah, so we got to rehearse in the Google offices, and there were scooters and ball pits and snacks. And snacks. And it was weird because he would, the guy, he was so nice, the guy that would uh, bring us there. I was the coach, but I feel like I took the most snacks because I had, like, no money. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, so embarrassed to be like, I'm your coach, but, like, can I have the cereal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, if you ever coach improv in L.A., which I think both of you graduated past, but no, you're I at did. people's apartments, and you're like, yes. yo, <laughs> you guys got Oreos? <laughs> you see shit in the cabinet, and you're like, yo, it's hard out here for me. <laughs> I'm new to this city. Can I take some of these fucking Thin Mints, baby? Uh, that makes me so happy you going to people's homes being like, yeah, be funnier. Can I have cookies? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys kind of lost track of the game in the second beat there. And yes, um, my laundry needs to be flipped. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a group game where we all, it's a trust thing. We all close our eyes. We all cover our ears. <laughs> and then I go into the kitchen and take what I want. You guys forget what was in the fridge and never remember what's missing. Wait, have you guys seen Tokyo Drift before? I had not. I had not. Yes, Nicole, I have seen yeah, I Tokyo know. Okay, Drift. Did you Honey, see it in theaters? I saw Tokyo Drift in the theaters. <laughs> yep, yes. Okay. The okay. answer to this question from here on out will be <laughs> yes. Yes, I've seen I saw all it in the theater. Nine, all 10 of these movies I saw in the theater because I'm a lifelong supporter of the arts and don't frequently have things to do. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> when I saw when I saw that Gabrus was was like co-hosting for for this for the Fast and the Furious, I was like, "There's no way that guy has not seen all these." <laughs> yeah. And if for some reason, like he kind of got through life not seeing them, there's no way he didn't already make a podcast out of watching yes. them and talking to people <laughs> sure. about it. I like to refer to myself as the old comer on this podcast. Actually, on all podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the <laughs> old right. comer. Don't say it's that. me, the old comer. It <laughs> takes a little effort, but it's still fun when it happens. But it, still, it still happens. You still do it. Well, less uh, frequently, but just as... Never mind. What are we talking you, about here? We're talking about you coming. Finally. But, okay, do you remember the audience reaction to this movie? A little. I remember my personal reaction What to was it, your which, personal yeah. reaction? Very sort of like... Anthology movies weren't a thing yet. You know what I mean? There wasn't like mm-hmm. series that you watched where it's like, it's a different cast each episode. That wasn't a thing. So it was mad confusing, but <laughs> Toretto mad coming confusing. out at the end. Mad and I'm talking like the day I saw it. I was mad confused. And then Toretto showed up at the end and I was like, oh, and now this is a thing we know about from Avengers and every comic book movie. Mm-hmm. But this shit wasn't happening in movies previously where there's like a random sting at the end that's like, actually, all these movies are connected. Because <laughs> <laughs> also it's the first that was the first time that they used the word family that I like in a real like Fast and the Furious type way. They're like, yeah, he knew Han. He's, he said he's like family. And then that's mm-hmm. like the lead into Vin Diesel. Um, yeah, this, the this, last this... five minutes they said family maybe eight times. I was like, okay, I <laughs> it's like kind this. Of, it's said, I think it's said once each movie because, like, obviously they're building on something. But this <laughs> is the movie where they tag it at the end. And then you realize they're closing the whole fucking thing in on itself. They're like, let's start saying family. Everybody knows each other. <laughs> this and and buyer, I'm looking forward to talking <laughs> you through this as we go forward. The events of this movie at the end are retconned, which means retroactively continuity, like the changing of the continuity twice. So two times we will relitigate what actually happened to Han once in five and then once again <laughs> in nine. I promise you, it's crazy. Get ready. We're going to learn. We're going to keep learning every movie. Something different actually happened to Han. Just get excited. <laughs> okay. Because I feel like Sorry I've heard to jump Han's right to the end name. Of this movie. No, it's yeah. fine. I feel like I've heard Han's name and I guess I just was like, oh, that must be a character I just forgot about. I don't know why. I just kept telling myself I had seen the movies and just forgotten about key elements. I just, I have, I never laid eyes on this. This was about high school kids who were 45 years old. Everybody in this movie was so old. Oh my God. That's my major thing was like this dude, like the the opening scene is like slow motion going through uh, like metal detectors. And I thought that they were going to like a concert or a game or something. And then, and then it was like, so this dude goes in and he's just not, I mean, he's in his like late twenties. And I was like, oh, he's a teacher. And then he's like in the class. I was like, oh, he teaches shop class or whatever. And then he's like a student. And I was like, no uh-huh. shit. Yeah. Referring to Lucas Black, who plays our lead in this movie. And <laughs> he's he, Sean Boswell. He's got a curious accent that I've truly never heard another human being have. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny to have that intense of an accent and then also take your movie to Japan. Like, it's really funny. Like, in Japan, they're like, is this what Americans sound like? It's like, honestly, even people that went to the same high school as him don't sound like this. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it was a choice. Also, his body is interesting. I mean, I don't want to body shame. 
but I'm not shaming. I'm just talking about facts. His arms float so far out from his torso, and then his feet, he kind of walks like a duck. They're pointed not straight ahead, but truly to the left and the I right. Did that. you clock I that? that? It was really interesting. I was like, huh. I was trying to figure out, like, because there's, you know, so many of the other guys in that movie, they walk you know, a lot of slow motion, but kind mm-hmm. of like muscly with their like shirt cut really low. And and I was trying to figure out if that was like an acting choice that he was like, I'm a teenager, so I'm going to be uh-huh. a little like gangly. But then I um, it, it can't it can't have been. I think that's just his body. Yeah, no, I, I think he's one choice. of those Hollywood actors from like the late 90s who's like. I'm like a leading man, but I am five five, so I overcompensate with like stances <laughs> and like shoulders and shit, and like using uh, you know uh, performance enhancements or whatever. He's eighty two. He's born the same year as me, so this movie comes out in two thousand and six. He's playing seventeen when he is fucking twenty four, twenty four, twenty five years old. He looks older than 24 25 yes sure does. yes like, he's a hollywood child actor <laughs> weathered oh he's a yeah. child actor i don't know about child actor but he's in a, isn't he in um uh whatchamacallit uh he was in sling blade i forget what else he was in i thought he was in uh friday night lights he is in the movie friday night lights as well uh who gives a fuck about lucas black does he does he show up in the other in the other ones because the only one of these i've ever seen is the one where uh, the guy died before it, and then I went to see it in the theater because I wanted to see how they f- put Paul him Walker. into it. Yeah. Paul oh, Walker. Paul, I was I like, the guy refer- died before it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? who's the guy who died before it? <laughs> I think you're talking about Fast 7 or Furious 7, I believe that one was called. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think you saw 7. So does, does, does this dude show up? This uh, Now, uh, he has not shown up again in a movie until mm-hmm. 9. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, Nicole, I look forward to getting to nine with you in six weeks because nine features almost everyone will have seen in all these movies. Nine, nine is like Connection Island third beat of a Harold night. It's like <laughs> they're just like, I guess who also is here? They're like, and they're doing time jumps, so they're back in the past and establishing young versions of characters we love. You'll see. Wait, yeah, I can't young wait you. versions? Are they like CGIing them younger? Y'all see it. And also, <laughs> short answer, yes. Oh, I can't wait. Wait till you see young Vince. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, Vince is in it? Of course, young Vince. All right, let's get to Fast 3. Wow. Tokyo Drift. Fast and the Furious 3, colon, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Nangle, thank you so much for diving in here in the first of the movies that feature neither of the two guys that made the first movie popular. I was so popular. mad. I was Isn't so that what? mad. Imagine a third Wayne's World with just like David Spade and Tim Meadows. You're like, love these guys, but why is this called Wayne's World? Just call this movie Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I mean, truly, it didn't need to be the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Uh, it was written by Chris Morgan, who I think just typed into his computer and said, I have a movie and didn't reread it or <laughs> like ask people if this made sense. He oh, was so he much- ended up becoming a big architect later on. He he's like still part of the fast family, Chris Morgan. Oh, and- and then it's also while we're on this topic, it's directed by Justin Lin, who's hot off better luck tomorrow. That MTV films, cool Asian dude movie from when we were in high school or uh-huh. I was in high school. I, I'm Still spent the last 10 years of my life pretending I have no idea how old you two are. Uh, 
when I when I was in high school, when you guys were in junior high, their uh, movie came out called Better Luck Tomorrow. That was kind of Justin Lin's and Sung Kang, who plays Han, and a couple of the other actors from this movie were also in it. And so I think Tokyo Drift is his like, you got this great Sundance movie. Let's give you a big budget movie, and then mm-hmm. he puts Han in it, who ends up being this like important beautiful heart of the rest of the movies as you'll learn he's like one he's like a fan favorite character and as you can see in this movie he doesn't do much in this movie and this is his biggest role he does in all the films in this movie. <laughs> yes and it's his biggest role and he's everyone's favorite he literally eats snacks like he just pops chips and corn nuts in his mouth in every movie that he's in. It's his thing. And I'm here for it. I he's just a handsome, nice he's flavor. Handsome. Yeah. He's so hot. Yeah. Everybody in this movie was pretty hot. It was honestly delightful. Han was hot. Takashi was hot. Neela was hot, but also I was like worried about her. I was like, is <laughs> Neela she okay? stresses you, Neela stresses me out watching. I mean, she's only the third or fourth women woman we see offer herself as a prize amongst men competing. <laughs> but her whole vibe is like, when I came here from Australia, everyone hated me. And now I, the mafia likes me. And you're like, wait, hun, you can do better than this. Yeah, like, you can just have nice girlfriends. You don't have to hang out with the mob. There's only two ways to do it. No friends or mob, bitch. <laughs> or mob love, teen. I'm sorry, mob teen. She's a mob teen. All right, yeah, they yeah. all are. They're all mob teens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That literally committing murder to each other, and they're all in yes, high school in this killing movie. each other with no repercussion. Like nobody gives a shit. The cops even just go, "We don't." If they go <laughs> too fast, we don't go after them. Which I thought was fully insane. What I a great say, setup for this movie! It's like once you hit one forty, no one bothers you. It's, it's like <laughs> might as well just turn to the camera and go. So we can just drive like assholes for the whole movie, and no one will bother us. And it's like, yeah, you got it. Forty minutes left. Keep laughing, Han. <laughs> Or that happened afterwards. They made the movie and then someone was like, why didn't they get pulled over by the cops? And they're like, all right, give us uh, two days. And then yeah, they'll we film that. One shoot. Yeah. <laughs> they pick up that one scene and it unlocks the whole film for them. I don't oh, know if Justin Lin meant to do this, but it might have been the funniest thing I've ever seen. So when they're drifting... Neela is explaining this like sad story <laughs> and like the car is just drifting around and they're like like kind of sliding in the car and she's like yeah I'm so sad <laughs> it was, just, it was <laughs> yes and she drifting says something like, played, like dirty dancing is such a weird energy yes. where it's like <laughs> that's exactly what it was they're like, like falling in love while energy smoking their fucking transmission and, and he kind of loses his mind because she says something like like, you know, when you're driving, everything else disappears and he looks at her like, she's the only person that gets me, even though their entire world is all people who only yeah, want to well, drive. He's only been friends with drivers. <laughs> the only other person we've seen him interact with, which we should talk about that opening scene. This, oh my God. Okay, the thing yeah. I remember most about this movie is the older brother from Home Improvement, Home Improvement. racing uh-huh. uh, Lucas Black through a fucking like... A, a pre-established, like a neighborhood that is being built. I had not seen that before in a movie and it was so fucking it, fun in this movie. It was so wild because they were like, we're going to race. And then somebody opens a door to like a construction site <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're like, that's where we're racing. And I was like, this is so convenient. What if it and wasn't then- being built? What if it was being torn down? What if it was oh. a suburban development that they were removing? Well, then he shouldn't have gotten in any trouble. He just helped <laughs> he speed through the process for free. <laughs> Before we get into the actual plot, 
we have to do the Toretto Gazetto. Oh, right. Let's do a little Toretto <laughs> Gazetto where we hit you with some Fast and the Furious franchise news trying to keep this podcast topical. Yes. Zoom, zoom, zoom. After impressive box office run, <laughs> F9. I can't believe the movie is called F9. Yeah, F9 it's just a is button now- on a keyboard. It's like the sequel to Shift. <laughs> that really got me the sequel to shift well okay so now it's available on uh to rent and vod services it earned 620 million dollars in theaters worldwide jesus christ that's so much money yeah, and it hey. only premiered in June, June uh, in June. Yeah, June twenty fucking fifth. It That's- was like the first post pandemic movie, uh, you know. So I feel like it had a little juice and it had a mm-hmm. lot of people coming out. But also a beloved franchise that makes millions of dollars with every movie. So it makes yeah. sense. And Fast Nine was fun as fuck. I can't <laughs> wait to get to it. I've been saving it. I was gonna go see it, but then I was like, well. Gotta watch it anyway for the little podcast. Yes, that it. would be so fun that the first time you watch it is for this. You're gonna wait, Nicole. That. Are you watching them in order? Yes. So, okay, Christine, this is what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, that's... for years, <laughs> said, I love Fast and the Furious. I've seen all the movies. They're my favorite. They're all my friends. <laughs> and then watched the first one, was like, yeah, my friends reunited. I watched the second one. And I was like, I've never laid eyes on this. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, I think I gaslit myself. I think I skipped from. The first one to the seventh one, and was just like, yeah, all the people I don't remember, whatever. But they're all my friends. So- During the first episode, we were like talking about it. I'm like, and the second one doesn't even have Vin Diesel. You were like, it doesn't? And I'm like, have you ever seen these movies? And you were like, I've been lying to myself for a decade. I haven't seen any of this shit. They're also Hobbs different. And, I, but I've seen Hobbs and Shaw. Listen, you know, she's she's all over the place. Um, But okay, so this opening scene, I fucking love it. Because the kid from Home Improvement's girlfriend is like, whoever wins gets me. And I'm like, you fucking slut. What do you mean? I appreciate that the movie gives the woman the agency to offer herself up as the object of prize and not just the guys deciding it without her. But this is still not the feminist moment we're thinking it is where she's like, and the prize goes, I'd be like, if I'm her boyfriend or even the other guy, I'm going, okay, I'll raise him, but I don't, that's not the way I want to go on a date with a chick is winning her like the machine and then later when 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 home improvement isn't going fast enough or whatever she says i thought you loved me i thought you said you loved me that was so funny i thought you loved me i watched this with my friend and then my friend's daughter's friend and we were like ava you can't act like that girl like don't do what she does that's not how people act please she's like 12 and it's like that's not how hot adults act that's no that's just a fantasy i looked this up because i was curious like because when i think of these movies i also think there are adult men directing these and lighting them and, uh-huh. and like miking up these girls and putting There's on the makeup like and everything. 300 adult men off camera it, in every one of these shots. It's <laughs> insane. And so I was like just looking up on IMDb and the, the girl who uh, says that is older. She's two years. No, she's four years older than the guy that plays Sean. So she's like 30 in this movie. Oh, oh, she's wow. like 28 or, t- or 30. <laughs> she's 30 playing, playing home a high school girlfriend. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this like teenage girl. Maybe they were just like, well, we can't have minors giving their bodies up to men. <laughs> yeah. So we got to make sure she's very old. <laughs> 
Hey, yeah. the movie's not that creepy. All the chicks offering up their bodies to the winner of car races are 27. Okay. <laughs> oh, but, good work, guys. <laughs> I mean, we've said it before, but like that's as sexual as this movie really got. Like the, these movies are not sexy in any way. I was very happy to unpack this series with you, Bayer, from that perspective alone, because it's so PG-13 sexual. Yes. It's like, it's so blockbuster movie sexual, uh -huh. where it's like, ba 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 you see butt cheeks <laughs> walking in to like a Carimba, uh, Caribbean beat, and then it's like, and that's what sex is in this movie. And that's <laughs> all you get. But it, I felt like it's more like, feel like it's more sexual with like the relationship with the cars. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're filmed like the shots are the same. Like the way they film the women and they pan across the women in uh -huh. slow motion is the exact same way that they reveal the cars and the Truly. guys like leaning on the cars. And like the way that like men walk with like two girls on their arms is like they're standing in between two cars. Mm -hmm. It's like this movie might as well be cars riding women like through the streets. <laughs> Eliminate the middleman. Let's yeah. just watch the cars chicks and like cars. Yeah. The cars like let's race our women. The winner gets me. The car is the car the prize or the competitor? Both. Who's the judge? A woman. Also the prize. Okay, please unpack this for me. <laughs> So, okay. So, what's his name? His name's Sean. So, Sean flips Clay's Dodge Viper over, which is a very expensive car. He but also, it. he may have, he easily could have killed two yes. high school kids in this yes. movie. <laughs> and everyone's just watching it via their flip phones. Oh, and <laughs> so many shots of flip phones filming something. And I was like, damn, there's two years where this happens in movies and we're watching one of them. Uh huh. And it's so <laughs> funny to me because I'm like, yeah, we do record a lot on our phones, but it looks so stupid with a flip phone. Yeah. And we do it even more now. Like, and it looked that dumb back then. And we've only and picked it up big as a habit. I I loved his mom who was like maybe a month older than him right. who was wearing this like she was dressed like it was like this lady lives in a trailer park and she's trash and she's like he just keeps getting in trouble what we have to do and they're like keep him off the streets so she sends him to Tokyo <laughs> because he's in the Navy because his, his, his dad, his, her, the baby daddy is in the Navy and in Tokyo and I'm maybe stupid is the U.S. Navy in Tokyo? The U.S. Navy could be a lot of places, which is kind of a bad thing about America. <laughs> <laughs> there's a base there. Well, there yeah, we have bases in a lot of other countries and uh, even under the guise of allies. <laughs> there's no mention of Tokyo. Like, he doesn't have a Tokyo thing in his room or, like, he doesn't miss his dad. It's just, no. like, he comes so out of nowhere. And the thing about his mom is it... it I might have been projecting this, but it seemed like she was kind of flirting with the cop a little bit. And he like he like rolls his eyes when he sees that. But I'm like, dude, you were just about to take a girl as a prize for uh -huh. a car race. But you're mad at your mom for flirting with a cop for Wait, trying to get you out of jail. you're onto something. So maybe the mom is, maybe she's a sex worker. Because later we see the dad with a sex worker. Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like they're hinting at that the mom at least has like a rough go with men and mm -hmm. but she is cute and charming and will use her feminine wiles to help her son. The crazy thing for me is when they reveal it's like this is the fifth town we've had to leave and it's like <laughs> I think you send this motherfucker to Tokyo on the second town. Like, <laughs> I think you go hey Kevin or whatever the fuck your name is fucking around with your car in Tokyo. <laughs> 
Your son is coming now, not like on the fifth high school we try. But well, he killed another two high school. He paralyzed two more high school kids. He better go to fucking Tokyo and spend his time with you. But I was like, why is that an option? Why didn't he go to jail? Why didn't he go to like, why wasn't he tried as an adult? He flipped a car and almost murdered a child. Uh uh, something that happens in all these movies, too, is people agree to these insane races, but they edit out the part where anyone would articulate what exactly is supposed to happen. Because you would be like, hey, and no cutting through back alleys exactly. and driving through yes, houses. And it's like, yeah, you never said that. And it's like later on when they're doing the fucking parking garage race, it's like, oh, boy. how does he know exactly what exactly to where to go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's nuts. So Sean gets to Tokyo and bef- he befriends Twinkie, played by Little Bow Wow, which is so funny. He arrives in Japan and meets Bow Wow, and he meets a local native played by Shad Moss. <laughs> Lil, Lil, Lil Bow, Bow wow. wow, Shad Moss is Twinkie. That's the dumbest sentence I've ever heard. It's just he's, a bunch he's good of though. He he's got so much more charisma than the lead character. Yes, oh, he does. He like, brings such a a relief. I mean, him and Han. Entering this movie, and even the bad guys, yeah. they bring so much energy, and you're like, uh-huh. oh, God bless. And you're like, oh, it's because Sean is bringing, he's bringing less energy than Vin Diesel, which is a race <laughs> to the fucking bottom. And that's crazy. I mean, he must have watched the movies and been like, the trick is to not move or yeah. have energy. And to just like, give the deadest yeah. line reads. Just be the, just be like, because I felt like, especially with the beginning scene in the high school or as a home improvement kid, he was great, I thought, as like a teen bully yeah um but it 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 kind of just was like a like a 13 year old boy's brain was writing this movie which is like i'm the outsider he's mean he's big he has the girl but the girl likes me and wants me and i'm gonna race my car but i'm poor and he's rich and that's he's gonna have all the breaks and i'm not gonna have any and like it's kind of like a little bit of like an incel type world but it's kind of it's so literal. It's such a, like a literal thing. <laughs> yeah. of like, and mm-hmm. but the girl secretly likes me, even though she's with him. Yeah, um, she so- likes me because I'm a cowboy and no other reason. It's like the most <laughs> written by the dorkiest That's American right. man. There's no who's reason. Like, I could show up to Tokyo and make any gaijin fall in love with me because of my cocky stature. It's like, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's because you're the only white guy there, and they're and they're fetishized. <laughs> and then, of course, like the, the love interest, like yeah. they can't even make her Japanese. Like, I thought that was that really was strange. so weird to me. I was like, why isn't she just Japanese? Like, why? Do, why are there so many outsiders here? It should just yeah. be just him. Just right. him. Yes, that would make a stronger story, of course. Or another outsider and them to connect, but they don't even get the real connection chance because it's already the fifth beat. When they finally go like, hey, mm-hmm. we're both outsiders, they've already like almost kissed and gotten almost killed three times. Yes, it's I know. like no one cares that much. And also, it's a third movie of a trilogy, but it is the first time we're seeing this guy. We do not give a fuck about his love life. No, right. like if you're coming to Fast Three, you're like, if it's not Brian and George, it's not if it's not Brian and uh, Mila, if it's not fucking Paul Walker and Jordana Brewster, mm-hmm. I, I, I you don't need to create love for me. I'm here to see a Fast and the Furious movie, and I feel like they cast Neela because she kind of looks like Jordana Brewster or does, yeah. uh, or uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Lenny. Yeah, Michelle. Exactly. So they're just like, or yeah, or even Mendez. Like they were just like, eh, she kind of looks like them. Uh, mm-hmm. This is good. You like this? The form. They're like, we figured out the formula. It's like a white 
handsome guy who can't act with like a person of color who can act and we jam them together in a movie and this one will do Asian and we, we tried black and we tried Vin Diesel so now we'll try Asian and it's like we'll shake it we'll figure it out event the fourth movie the fourth movie is like they're just like it's like a native and they're going like as we're like this will work and it's like oh, does guys, Twinkie guys. ever come back in the movies he never comes back until much like uh, much like Lucas Black. He doesn't come back till episode nine, baby. This is so funny. When he showed yeah. up, when he showed up, I was like, "Oh, little Bow Wow's in this." And I was looking at IMDb. I was like, "Oh, Shad Moss. Oh my god, I'm fucking racist." Like I thought that was little Bow Wow. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh god, he looks so much like little Bow Wow. No, and I'm sitting here by myself watching it. I'm like, all right, well, no one could fault me for thinking he looks like little Bow Wow. He does look like little Bow Wow, but. Who the fuck is Shad Moss? And I like looked and I, in the thing, like whatever I was reading his bio, it doesn't say Little Bow Wow for a while. And it doesn't have any quotes. It's not bolded. It's not underlined. Uh, but I just, I thought he was like one of the best parts of the movie. He's yeah. very charismatic. And then he mm -hmm. has the wildest car I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah, he's got like the Hulk truck that has like yeah. paw prints on the walls or like whatever on the doors. Like a footprints and yeah. like, like a fists. It's so nuts. <laughs> And then in Japan, I like that was a fun little the garage car thing. Yeah, yeah, the cool. little circle. I was yeah. like, I want that. That's fun. That was some like Jay Leno probably has that shit. Hey, look mm -hmm. at this. Yeah, you know, my garage spins cars hand, around. Hey. Hand crank. It would be cool to have that on a hand crank. <laughs> I yeah, would I never would... get my car if I had to use manual labor to get it. <laughs> well, I don't have a car anymore. It would be sick to have one of those things so you can have like one dead, like a dud corny car in case someone was coming up to like rob mm. you or you were. And then like the vibe and the vibe is off and you're like, oh, here's my minivan. And then if the vibe is right, you just push it for a little bit further and your fucking amazing Mitsubishi Lancer or whatever comes out. Your brain works in, a, in an amazing way. Yeah. You get involved or get laid. You know, movies have ruined my brain where it's like, all right, you race in to save a chick that you're in love with or else the mob is going to cut her head off in front of you because you're new. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you kill him? He was new. Like if you're the mobs, if, if by the end of this movie, if you're Takashi, you're like, wait, uncle, why are you making this deal? <laughs> it's so insane. It makes zero sense when he's like, we're going to race. And he's like, good idea. And you're like, wait, what? But this first race in the garage right. is so nuts. This is where was we like, learn what the drift is. Yeah, but I was like, I've never been in a garage where it's this empty. <laughs> nobody's shopping. Nobody's utilizing this garage. <laughs> It was. Uh, Why there won't was so you many... utilize this garage, people? <laughs> what if they were doing this during COVID times, where people are eating like tables were set up in parking? Yeah, garages. yeah. Luca to... De Peppo in the parking garage, <laughs> fucking car, fishtails and so your fucking chicken parmai. Oh, Enjoying my spaghetti and meatballs, and someone just slams into me. <laughs> but for whatever reason, Han gives Sean his car. Yeah. And it's never explained. It's not. And Sean fucks <laughs> this car up. Wait, let's unpack a little bit. I think you're like, Bayer, you're at something interesting here. They try to articulate it later on in the movie. This is something I didn't remember watching this movie. And the way they articulate it later is like, I looked at you and I knew you were like a good person. It's like, yes. Why? We, the, we, the audience don't even know you. Because, guys. and also they didn't, he didn't even to use a screenwriting term, save the cat. Like, 
that boy was getting bullied earlier. Yeah. And he looked at him and you thought, okay, this guy's going to help this kid who's getting mm-hmm. his belly spray painted or whatever. And then he turned and, and walked he, away. Yeah, <laughs> so they didn't set him up as a good person who sticks no. up for other people. But Han knew. Han yeah, knew. Somehow Han knew. And it it was so strange. And he's like it, waiting for him outside of high school. Imagine being like a uh, like any level of 20 something. And you're like, all right, you're a gangster now. It's like, cool. What do you do? Well, if you want to hang outside the high school and pick up this senior who we want to add to our crew. Imagine like that's what this movie is missing is when they're driving away. That kid just going, wait, you want me to go in? I'm. A 16-year-old American, you want me to go into a Japanese bathhouse and drag out a fucking sumo wrestler? I mean, that made me laugh so hard. That and, so Takashi's known as DK, the Drift King. (laughs) And I can't remember who said it, but they were like, Donkey Kong? (laughs) Oh, yeah, Sean. But why would it be English uh, acronym? Yeah, like, why is he DK? Mm, yeah, <laughs> I, that I mean, yes, Christine, the logic, yes, He's the that Dairy makes King. <laughs> now, it's, isn't it funny that drifting, like it's it's not drifting, isn't driving fast or something? It is something that just looks cool. So the fact that it's integral to racing in this race is very funny. Like if you don't learn that, you it's like, well, it is just driving in a circle. Really, yeah. you don't have to drift. It's but like it's, hitting your brakes before a curve and just yeah. <laughs> like like almost stopping, but then like I guess you have to hit your clutch and then like shift back into second. But like it doesn't seem like it's just hitting a curve. That's and nice. like, are there judges like in gymnastics where you're watching and making sure there's like you're doing enough yeah. drifting? Bad like curve, it- bad bad drift. <laughs> Real quick, we have to take a break. If you're wondering what a Nord VPN is, I'll tell you. VPN stands for Virtual Private Network, a service that protects your internet connection and online privacy. A VPN creates an encrypted tunnel for your data, protect your online identity by hiding your IP address, and allow you to use public Wi-Fi hotspots safely. I'm using a Nord VPN myself. And honestly, it's very easy to use. You connect with one click to enable auto connect for zero click protection. It has amazing speed. Nord VPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there and it supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Linux, even Android TV. You can switch your virtual location to access apps and websites in other countries. Get an exclusive NordVPN deal here at nordvpn.com slash newcomers. N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash newcomers. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Link is in the episode description. Ooh, do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. 
Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, and we're back. Drifting is like using the LNR buttons in Mario Kart, right? It's kind of like a way to like skid out further. Uh-huh. So it's just like leaning on the right button. As, and I like that they treat drifting in this movie like martial arts that they went sure or, like the, or like Jedi. Like once it's happening, it looks real. When it slows down and women are into it, like women are like, whoa, he's, he pulled his e-brake and skidded around us in the road. It's like, give him your number, Gladys. <laughs> Gladys. Well, the, I, Gladys. I there's something about like I I uh, just like the where I grew up. I just can't relate to this culture at all. Like nobody had cars. Like we we didn't like you couldn't you didn't drive to high school. You took the bus. Like you weren't allowed. We didn't even have any outdoor space that we were allowed to hang Wait, out. Really? In. Like even as a senior, you had to take the fucking bus. Well, you had well the alternative was you had to be able to afford a car. And then there was like a very small parking lot. And also the neighborhood I went to school was really bad. But but yeah, but like you didn't, I didn't get my driver's license until I was 21 because couldn't afford the insurance, but also just like I didn't need it. Like we had public transportation was really good. But around where I live now, I live in West Adams. There's so much drag racing at night. And it makes me so crazy. It's so loud. It is, Wait, the calls out there winning pink slips every is, fucking Friday and yeah, Saturday I have night. Yeah, thirty six fucking cars in my driveway, <laughs> stacked right on top of another. Handing them out to people like their fucking podcast swag. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Wait. I want to come to your neighborhood and go to, let's go to a drag race. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, it just happens. It, it like if it's either fireworks or drag racing and it doesn't make any sense. There's a guy who has this car and he's always cleaning it. I don't think he has a job, but he has a Marine, like a U.S. Marines sticker. Mm-hmm. And he's like in his fifties. And I always like say hi to him when I'm walking the dog or whatever. And he just kind of seems like, like a, a sad kind of guy to me. So I'm like, oh, this car is all he has. And he's always cleaning it. And I'm always saying, ah, oh, you're making me feel bad about my car. You know, nice little friendship. And then I realized he's one of the guys that's doing it. 
15 it is so loud. Cars. It is the loudest car. I think, like, I don't believe in the death penalty except for people who make their vehicles louder on purpose. Yes. What kind so of car is it? Useless. Do you know? No, it's yellow. Oh. <laughs> no. So it's a taxi? (laughs) It's low and yellow. It's crazy taxi. What a nightmare. (laughs) Uh, Wait, so back to this this opening mall race, the race that gets Han and our main character uh, connected and gets Takashi mad, and we meet the the love interest, Via. Wouldn't you feel insane if you didn't know anyone and you smashed a car like the, the fact that <laughs> yes. he like fishtails into something if that happened to me i would get out of the car and be like oh my god i am i cannot believe i'm acting yeah. like that he takes five more fucking rounds he's like well this is car culture where i'm from it's like brother you're borrowing someone's car you just yeah. lose the race you can't yeah. just smash it up the and first lose. time, yeah. I absolutely would be like, I'm so sorry. I, 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 I thought I like, could do it. I can't. What the fuck was I thinking, Han? Here is your keys. But I'm he like, also almost crazy. kills people. Like, he slides. Like, people are running away from him. And truly, every time he hits something, he's like, oh, boy. Oh, jeez. Whoa, no. Oh, babe. Oh, boy. Oh, no. And it's fully, it, the scene is insane. But uh, Takashi, he like, he gets up there, he drifts up a ramp, and then Sean, like, scratches the whole car up the ramp. It's truly insane. But when you're watching it, you think, you know, I think Sean's going to get better at this. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I think he's going to get Han, it. If Han takes him to the dock and really works with him on <laughs> drifting, someday he'll be able to come back and win his, the girlfriend of the mobster's nephew out from underneath him. <laughs> Yeah, Got it? I mean, that's it, the stakes of this film. That, Got it. Yeah, <laughs> the strangest stakes in the in the world. So Sean leaves. So he lives in a closet in his dad's house, like Harry Potter. Moves out of the closet and then moves in with Han. Han teaches him how to drift, as like everyone else at the garage. It's not even a garage. I don't. It's like a warehouse. They like all sit around and he's like, it's like a crime den slash uh, mechanic shop slash something. I don't know. (laughs) With like women, girls who are attracted to uh, mechanic things. It's really confusing. I have (laughs) no idea. It's so strange. Um, And then, uh, yeah. So then he takes him to that fucking place. You like the, the big man throws him out. This confused me. So he sent him to a bathhouse to say something to that big fat man with a bad tattoo. The man throws him out, but then pays Han. Yeah, this is one of those classic like, hey, you got to go collect money from Paw. And then uh, he's like, "Okay, we'll do. I'm I'm new to the job, and it's like <laughs> this is gonna be pretty funny. Me and Paw kind of fuck with new guys this way, or so. It makes no uh. sense. The fact that they cut to him inside." trading in all his clothes for a towel, which makes sense in that culture, yes. but makes no sense for him to do that for the first time. To not, And then when he gets thrown out, for him to be in his street clothes in means so that much Paul, of his clothing. I'm like, yeah. Paul's fighting him, putting his dress pants back on him, his school <laughs> uniform. He's taking... So uh, according to the way the logic of this movie, what we don't see inside <laughs> is a high school kid say to a giant sumo wrestler guy, Hey, asshole, you owe Han money. And this guy go, fuck you, kid. 
and then forcefully dress him back into his own dress clothes, pull his towel off, put his underwear and pants on, put his shirt on, and then throw a high school boy into the street. I'm just saying I mean, that's what happens in that sequence. I They should have filmed it. That's so funny. Because that's exactly what would have happened. Because he is fully dressed when he gets thrown out. <laughs> he's doing that thing you do with a toddler where the, like, he's like pulling his pants up and, it's, and he has to yeah, jump. Yeah, he's like throwing him into it. He's like yoking him up by, he's, like, over his arms. He's like, let's go, you little freak. <laughs> Give me your arm. Give me your arm. <laughs> he throws him out twice and then throws Han some money and we're supposed to be uh-huh. like, they're bonding. <laughs> like, yeah. What are they? It's like that money is for child sex trafficking. It's like we're buddies now. <laughs> so then Sean asks Neela out on a date, and then Takashi gets mad at him, and then Neela moves in with Han and Sean after breaking <laughs> up with Takashi. And I was like, how does Han have all of this space? It's crazy that there's a Dawson's Creek level high school drama happening on top of this <laughs> Japanese Yakuza car racing movie. Yeah, it's really, really so I have insane. to live with you. Fine. Don't tell Pacey. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? So I did a, a, a bunch of uh, fast forwarding. Um, is yeah. it ever explained? Fast and furious forwarding. <laughs> forwarding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though clearly this movie was meant for me, a feminist comedy writer, but like what <laughs> of, indes- of indeterminate age? Um, is there something involved like drugs or gun running or drugs or, or anything? Like what is the, what, why is the, why is that? Why? Okay. So now this is kind of from a globe, from a looking at all 10 movies standpoint, this is the first time we see, the crime's not really being explained because <laughs> our heroes are technically criminals. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like we're watching Han and Sean, we're supposed to be on their side. So if they find out that they're giving, like if the premise of the movie is like, and then we give the heroin to the children, like they can't like, <laughs> because we're supposed to be rooting for them. And then later on in the movies, it's like repackaged that they're like working for the American government or CIA or doing something heroic every time. But in this, so they do that thing where they're like, they're vaguely in crime so that you hope it's like catalytic converters and not mm-hmm. like uh, uh, getting kids hooked on meth as babies or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's getting people addicted to gasoline and that oh. addiction. You know what I'm saying? Well, hey, mm, yes. You should, we should have said speed. The drug is speed. Ex- Exxon Val Exxon executives fucking love the Fast and Furious franchise. Vin, Vin Diesel is a Amco plant sent down. To- Honestly, it just occurred to me how perfect it is that a man named Vin Diesel is in car movies. I never and I cannot that. believe it took me this long. Literally, his last name is Diesel, a type of gas, and his first name is the acronym for vehicle identification number. <laughs> and the and the person that died, his last name was Walker. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. He didn't belong. <laughs> Who Sorry. that got me, Christine? That was very funny. <laughs> he didn't belong. So then we get to meet Takashi's uncle, uh, Cam I, Kamata. Kamata, he's Kamata? played by Sonny Chiba, who's like a uh, Japanese acting legend. He's so good. He's incredible. We get to see him in this white ensemble. <laughs> and I don't think I've smiled harder or been happier to see a person on my television. <laughs> he is great. He is incredible. He doesn't really explain anything well, except that Han has been stealing from them. But stealing what? We don't know. Maybe money. 
He's been taking a higher percentage than he's supposed to. He's leaving stuff out of the books. Classic movie shit of just like, hey, something we've never mentioned before is actually different than we thought it was. And it affects the plot of the movie. But don't worry about what it was before or what it is now. Just be concerned that things are different now. You're like, I like that the Got stakes it. are. I'm an audience member. Yeah. The stakes are accounting. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, that's like not cool. It's like. Well, because it can't be, it can't, Han can't do anything too bad because we want to love him. Mm -hmm. And if it's like, well, he's uh, a criminal, he should die in a fiery car wreck or whatever, <laughs> you know? So Takashi cries. He's like really upset that like he did bad. And I was like, I mean, I think you're taking this too hard. Also, you're like in the mob. So like be, be a badass, but whatever. He like confronts uh, Han, Sean and Neela about the thefts. And then they flee with Twinkie who causes a distraction. And then, Oh, this, this is fun. This Let's talk about that escape because that's really fun. Twinkie is like sneaks off. And what he does is shut the garage doors, AKA yes. trap the bad guys in with them. Yes. <laughs> but it does land on one car, but everyone is also able to get into their cars. Uh -huh. And then this is our, Tokyo street race yes where they drift through a crowd of people where they should have killed none, yeah. like dozens and, and dozens I don't even people. think he was like on his horn I think he was truly just yes. going move move and I was like nobody sees you nobody sees you doing that <laughs> And the amount of eye contact drivers in these movies can make with somebody else while uh -huh. doing going 110. Like, I mean, I know we're shooting a film, so we got to see their eyes, what mm -hmm. they're doing. But it's and the uh, Nicole, you're more of a driver. And obviously, Nangle uh, just recently was able to purchase a, a car for the first Nicole. time. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations Nicole, <laughs> for the very first time. I just time, got my Christine. driver's license three years what? ago. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> But buyer, you're a car driver. How many gears can you actually go up? Because it always feels like, wait, they had another gear. To yeah, it it's does. Like, God, how and fast are you going in? Only third? six. Yeah. There's first, second, third, fourth, fifth, six. Yeah, there's. I think there's six only is six the gears. highest you can go. And then That's, it's like they're always doing one more to like yeah. cut each other off. But I like, will say this: if you slow down, you do have to downshift. Ah, so they're so, doing a lot of downshifting on the drifts and then popping it back I think in so. on the undrifts. I like actually think so. Yes, I think that's what it would be. <laughs> should we should we post an Instagram story of the two of us in my uh, Volkswagen station wagon doing <laughs> drifts in the beach uh -huh. parking lot? <laughs> I honestly think we should. <laughs> I think we should. Head no, gum. Guys, Can you the, cover the insurance? The winner gets me. Oh, <laughs> me and Nicole and I, just flip both our cars and Angle's like wait how do I even get home from this drag race nobody I should have packed me. another change of clothes uh, I want a drag race I, Can you, you can't really drag race in like an automatic I don't know. it's just stamping the fucking gas right yeah. like if it's a straight line like that's, that's not fun yeah. I, I wonder mean, if people do it. <laughs> if but anybody listening knows, if you did let that, us know if people can drag race in an automatic. I hope yeah. so, because then people in the neighborhood can sleep because it's not as <laughs> fucking loud yeah. as regular drag racing. Let's do only electric drag racing at night. <laughs> yes, so it's, it's just, just Priuses. <laughs> it's just two. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, though. Like it, I, I always assumed, I remember when this movie came out, I assumed it, I assumed it took place in the snow. Like I thought it had something to do with snow, <laughs> so I was very surprised. Oh yeah, uh, okay. And um, also, I always think about the little Japanese snow monkeys that like sit in the little spas, like the little hot <laughs> hot tubs. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? 
I have no idea what you're talking about. Wait, Japanese snow monkeys. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. It's worth it. They sit in like little hot springs and then they look so relaxed and acute. And the first thing I did when when the tsunami happened was I looked up, are the Japanese snow monkeys okay? And it auto-filled. Like so so many people were Googling. Other people had that concern as well. That's really funny. Wait, they're adorable. So and they have been in this movie, like something. But then I was just thinking, like, Drift also made me think, like, this should have been about cocaine or something, like drugs in some way. Or maybe it wasn't. But it it might have been something. about drugs. We just don't, <laughs> we don't know. know. And the, the only stakes <laughs> right. were, like, not getting in trouble from your mom and mm-hmm. dad. <laughs> and somehow also not pissing off your uncle. Well, what if, <laughs> what if this movie was like, you know, when like they released Clue and they changed the endings? Yeah. What if yeah. this movie is like, in you, whenever you went to see it, they changed what the business was <laughs> or like what country it was in? It was like, what are they the mob? They're the mob about what? I watch uh, it at the Belmore Playhouse on Long Island. So it's about Italian ices and it's like 80 yard in. It's like, Han! Get the Italian ices. <laughs> Get the water ice. Uh, water ice, yes. Thank you. Water, I was about to correct oh. you. You uh, guys call it water water ice in, in Pennsylvania area? Yeah, it's called water ice. Makes no sense. But isn't know. that just like an icy with like the shaved ice and the the syrup? Yeah. Isn't that water ice? Icy, slurpy. It's called a lot of things, but Italians call it Italian ice. I think Italian, Italian, Italian ice. Yeah, Italian ice is the mo- makes the most sense. Water ice <laughs> doesn't make any sense. No, no, those are two. There's water a place ice here, yeah. Gabriel, that, oh, we're all East Coast people. It's called Happy Ice, and it's like genuine East Coast Italian ice, and it's oh, good. Oh, shit. I have like five Italian ice places in my hometown and there's no way that they should all be sustainable through the winter and through COVID. It's like they're clearly fronts for other things. It's like, how is there Ralph's, Luigi's and Mario's in this all within a mile and a half of each other? And they've been open for 40 years unbroken. It's like every Christmas it's open. They all have the same uncle. So funny. Wait, so at the end of this big tent pole race there's like well I guess uh, the last race is also pretty big but like Han tries to hold Takashi off also Takashi's friend whose name I can't pronounce more Morimoto he gets murdered he's killed in the crash and then fucking Han gets t-boned and then his car fucking flips over more times than I've ever seen a car flip (laughs) and then it lands upside down and then Sean's like I'll go get my friend and then it explodes. Yes, <laughs> not, it does. Yes, I did not see does. that coming. It's I thought Han crazy. was important to the story, and I've heard his name before, so I was like, surely he'll get out. And then he doesn't. If you watch this movie without the context of other movies, it's brutal that they introduce and kill Han in this movie. Yes. He's so much more magnetic than the leads of the movie before he's introduced. And you're like, I don't give a fuck about anyone. Sung Kang comes on camera and you go, I give a fuck about this guy. And then they kill him. They just but kill him right off. And Luckily imagine, for- like, he should have been the American. Like, he's, I looked him up. He was born in, like, Georgia or something. Yeah. Like, imagine if the movie was he was the American who got sent to back to Tokyo to like be with Ooh. his dad. Or See, something. that would be nice, but you have to remember that you know movie executives are like, 
Uh, we he, he can't be Asian if he's from America. Nobody <laughs> yeah. will get it. Well, he can't be the lead if he's Asian. Also, <laughs> if, if we're talking early two thousands, uh-huh. uh, guys, Hollywood. I know this. I'm just hoping for a better past. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, something that makes this thrilling for uh, to give you a little flavor and get you excited because of the fuzzy timelines. The movies five and six actually take place before this. What? So <laughs> that when we watch five and six, that there's a sequence later on where Hans what? like where so, like wait. Hans girlfriend goes, Where do you want to go after this? And he goes, Tokyo, but not yet. <laughs> 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 because we all know he dies in Tokyo, which also later on becomes untrue. Buckle the what? fuck up for the next several episodes, fam. Yes, I wait. can't wait for you to learn. I will off mic break it down for both of you guys but i think uh uh i'll break it down for nango because i think you'd ra- i'd rather the okay. audience would love for you to experience it unfolding wait so over- five and six happened before three i and i'm not even sure about four four is the one i'm the least versed in when we go wow. to watch four next week will be the, the only the second or third time i've ever seen it wow this feels like, like it's the worst spelling one. thing like five <laughs> five before six except after yeah. three this is please excuse my dear Aunt Sally of the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. I do remember, like now that you're saying this, I recall when I saw the, I guess seven. I remember them saying he knew Han and yeah. not being enough. <laughs> yeah, for I've heard Han's name. I've heard yeah. it a bunch. I just thought it was a character that I forgot about. No. Instead, it's a character I never knew about. Let's like have a little side part of this show called the Han Tracker, where we just track what is actually how Han's storyline keeps changing to keep this surprisingly amazing. Like, I feel like they were like, oh, it'd be fun to have this guy for the movie. And then everyone's like, he actually is the best actor we've ever put in the series. He is and they're a really like, good actor. He does a lot with a little. That's why I think he gets all these retcons because it is, if you're putting Tyrese and in the next couple of movies when they bring Tyrese, Paul, mm-hmm. Vin, and everyone back together, it's like, this could actually use Han. <laughs> and so they just <laughs> create. They're like, all right, right we'll use Han. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is he Wait all burned up in nine? Is he all like scarred and burned? No, no, yeah. no, 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 not you'll you'll find out what happens. It's oh boy, it's so fun that it just changes like so frequently. I like watching. I like can't believe that they what they pulled off with this. It's like comic book level, but with four allegedly just people who drive cars. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get to it. I I just can't believe that the timeline jumps through. They really did whatever the fuck they wanted with these movies, and people were like, "Yes, I will still watch this." <laughs> it's crazy. They did Wait. a third movie where none of the stars of the first two were in it. And people were like, yeah, sure. I'll still go see it. Crazier than that is that America went and saw this movie and then they got a fourth. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> like, like, oh, honestly, it's just the phrase Fast and Furious that people seem to like. It's like, yeah, maybe. There's also movies I knew just because I was searching to find this on Apple TV or whatever called Fast and Fierce. There's like a whole series of movies <laughs> called that, which feels like it's like trick marshmallow mateys instead of, yeah, it's like the uh, bargain cereal. 
Yeah, there, uh, th- there's like a whole production company called Asylum Films who make like Transmorphers that come out, and it's like at the same time as Transformers. They're Wait, like, really? hopefully you just Google wrong, or like hopefully you're a mom who's like, hey, uh, or a deadbeat dad who's just like, yeah, I got you a uh, Pokemon. No, I want a Pokemon. It's like, well, watch Pokemon. It's fucked up and twisted. We could have been watching it because the stars didn't show up. It's like, we could have right. been like, my, wait, did know. we, honey, did we accidentally go into Fast and Fierce? <laughs> it, it's like it's like how uh, one of the lead singer of of the band Journey is a is formerly uh, the cover ba- is like a Filipino guy who's formerly in a famous cover band of Journey or something like that. Is it like that? Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> it's one. It's a Nicole's lot like face. that. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I know one Journey song, and I think it's the one where they ask you to stop believing. Yes, they ask no, you to actually never they don't or want don't you to stop, stop believing. believing. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop <laughs> believing in everything. Become a fucking nihilist. Please stop. <laughs> At least they're polite about it. <laughs> Please stop believing. It's really funny. I couldn't remember like, how it just went. Just in general. Just <laughs> Please stop, stop believing me. Just in stuff in general. Real quick. We have to take another break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. 
The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Ooh, we back! Uh, but after Han dies, Takashi literally just drives away, doesn't care that his friend is dead. Sean and Neela go back to his dad's house... His and dad saves his life with a fucking gun. <laughs> and that's yes. the first time and guns is, come yeah. out, right? Is this yeah. the first time we see guns in yes. this movie? I think so. Nice no, they, I think they have some guns in the warehouse, uh, but oh. they're not. You, they're not using them on anyone. Okay. But they are like kind of uh, intimidating people with them. But luckily. Twink, Twinkie, uh, did they accidentally stumble upon a, uh, a a slang word that would become wildly popular and mean something completely different by accident in this movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, Sean's dad saves him. They have like a standoff, and then Neela is like, "Okay, everyone, stop. I'll go with Takashi." And if, then if you're Sean's dad, are you like, no? Don't get in the car with a gangster. Yeah. I'm a grown-up. You're all yeah. in high school. Knock this bullshit <laughs> off. And I don't care who it? your uncle is. I'm a dad. What if it would have been amazing if like Neela says that and then Takashi's like, it's not about you anymore, bitch. <laughs> this is like honor anything. and stuff. Who, who, I don't care about you. You can leave. It's like my friends are dead. Nobody gives a shit about what you. What are we going to talk trash. about? <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Neela, I don't think we're going to prom together, hon. <laughs> <laughs> She's very, um, I had to like go close. Something's up with my speaker on my TV, but I had to get closer to the TV when she was talking. She was like very like, when I got here, nobody... Believed in me. Like, she's very It wasn't Marilyn your Monroe. TV. It's, they mixed it poorly. Did Everything they? Okay. is so loud, and she is so soft. A lot of the yeah. dialogue is really soft. Okay, good. Good. My TV can stay. Yeah, so, keep that TV. <laughs> they fucking... The, the way they decide to... This is maybe the last time, or one of the last times it happens in these movies, where he... An uh, actual car race. Not just a car chase, but like a... With rules, race is a plot device because that eventually is very hard to start working into mo- keep working into movies. I, Gabers, it was hard to work in this movie. Yes, Sean goes. <laughs> Listen, I want to race Takashi. Whoever wins wins, and then the mob is just like, "Yes." The loser leaves town, and the uncle is like, "Fair enough." And it's like, if you're if that's your if your uncle is the mob boss, you look at him and go, "Bro." What the fuck? Yes, like, <laughs> I'm not leaving. Just pick me town. your blood. Let this white dude leave. Because oh, the white dude isn't also, he's not infringing on any mob business. He's right? not like <laughs> taking some off the top at the pizza parlor. He's just there. And he and he kind of goes in like, I'm here to propose a, pe- a peace agreement. And I'm like, oh, it's interesting. What is this? Oh, a, fu- oh, a race. Yeah, okay, a race. Here we go. <laughs> and like in honor of it has of to take place some- on a mountain. Yeah, <laughs> mountain like, this is his mountain. This is Takashi's <laughs> no mountain. One's ever Be made careful it out there, dude. No one's ever it's... beat him on this mountain. <laughs> Which is, it's just so wild. It's crazy. It's so, a full-blown 80s movie or like a 50s movie at this point. It's Greece. We're just like going to car race down the mountain. Winner gets the girl and the drug money or something. Uh-huh. We don't like fully know the rules. And but- the respect. 
but both people, high school kids, willing to die to win uh-huh. this race. <laughs> and the t- the d- like when he goes in to propose the peace agreement or whatever, the uh, Neela is in there. She's in the bar, like she's like seventeen. She's fully in the bar with the uncle and his friends. I think this is when she's in the bar. And then yeah. mm-hmm. at the end of the mountain race, she gets out of the car with the uncle and his old ass friends. It is weird. It's creepy. It's really fucking strange. She's like, look, we know you're part of the prize, so drive around with these old men. Uh-huh. It makes no it makes it's so crazy when Sean walks in there, he's like, I propose a race. And like the guy should be like, You could have left town, no one would have followed you. We don't know who you are. We don't give a fuck about you, man. What do you mean you walk? He's like, I learned Japanese this week, so I'll walk in confidently and challenge you guys to a race. And he doesn't like want to stay. Why does he want to stay? It's not like he bought a house. Like he I think he he wants to stay because he like found his people and he can like race cars where in America he didn't find his people and he was racing cars. <laughs> his friend died. I know. <laughs> well then he's he has to stay for Neela, you know? Yeah, she's true. sad and she moved here and she's drifting. <laughs> I loved what he was like, I've never seen you drift. <laughs> you never, you've never asked. asked. <laughs> that's that's the anal of the car driving world. It's like, if you want it, you gotta just you know what you're asking just for. ask for it. And there shouldn't be instant messenger during type, typing class or whatever they were in, in yes. school. Yeah. It's irresponsible. Select your own font instant messenger. I love that shit. It's like, oh, I, I type also in really loved- somehow. I'm like jumping back, but when he went to class and the teacher asked him to take his shoes off and they were, I feel like the movie was like, look at this cultural difference. Isn't it wild? And I was like, (laughs) honestly, we should just take off our shoes. Like, why are we walking around everywhere in our nasty shoes? (laughs) They do play it like, yep. And welcome to the freak world of Japan. Yeah, truly. They speak Japanese, their language. And (laughs) like, he's like, whoa, I'm so lost and confused here. It's like, he need his dad or someone could have done him a little bit of a favor. Just Send a him little. to a Japanese language school. Yes. <laughs> I hate that. That's a thing in movies that I hate when when someone like ends up. Usually, like a young person ends up in a new situation. Like he wakes up and there's a note that says like train leaves at seven or whatever, and yeah. then his uniform is just there. So like mm-hmm. you and your dad couldn't have had a five minute conversation the night before. Like this is the school you're going to. This is your uniform. Yeah, this is how trains work. Just here. Go, just get on it. Well, Christine. His dad is busy fucking sex workers and ignoring him. But also he could have woken him up. He sleeps in his closet. So as he got dressed, he could have been like, hey, yeah, train leaves at seven. Bye. I got an early shift at the naval base in the morning. It's like, like, like what are you doing, dude? And why do you have a pistol? You're not allowed to have a gun in Japan. You're in the Navy. You don't carry like a gun on you like an FBI agent. You can't just have a pistol. On. I work as a sailor, but I also carry a pistol at home when when gangsters fuck with my son, who I haven't spoken to in 15 years. <laughs> Does his dad come back in nine? Is Sean's dad back in action? And Oh, I don't F9? know. No, they're at a funeral over a gravestone crying. It's probably his dad. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I have no idea. They're like, his dad knew Han. <laughs> <laughs> he says he knew Han. He was like, family. <laughs> oh, shit. No way. Uh, I like that they uh, I mean we're jumping around a lot but at the end they pan up Vin Diesel's forearms like they're women's legs in a movie it's so funny they start in his hands and they're like what's at the end here a sort of doughy tricep (laughs) 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 wait during the race 
They did this insane thing where they showed the edge of the road and the trees below like Sean is going to go off the mountain and then he doesn't. The POV is a camera going off the mountain. You're 100% right. I gasp, which it worked on me. Same. And then they reveal that it's like, like, oh, like, Oh, he was just <laughs> close. He had to drift away from it. Just a close little drift, that's all. <laughs> well, Sean wins that race. Takashi tumbles down the hill and is banned. And Sean from- has to dodge him. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Sean yes. wins the race so bad that he races down while Takashi's rolling, <laughs> arguably being death rattled, like shook to death. And uh, Sean's like, whoa. And then he like, they show him getting out, like cracking his neck. Like, oh, that was brutal. Uh-huh. <laughs> and somehow everyone on the flip phones can see all of the race from their one spot. Oh, it's live like, streaming on T9 Word to everybody's phone. Do you have a Nextel? You can tune into the live stream of the race. It's a 40 meg video. So then Sean is deemed the new Drift King, baby. Uh, our synopsis says he enjoys his life with Twinkie, Neela, and the rest of the crew. <laughs> so oh, they- <laughs> something just came to me. I remember it now. Twinkie is so obviously Justin Lin creating a Asian character for that role, but then giving it to Shad Moss because Twinkie is like uh, an Asian derogatory term. It's like yellow on the outside, white on the inside. And it's like an expression for an Asian person who acts very white. And that just triggered, it's gotta be what the the original plan was. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Also, as the white guy on this episode, feel free to edit that out, Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it would have made sense just to, like if he is was someone from there to anchor Sean to liking it there. If it's that's like a person what, yeah. who he was doesn't born have one Japanese friend who's not murdered. Honestly, I think you're right about that. I don't think we should edit it out because I do think you're right. I think it is like a derogatory thing, but it is a person who is in Japan who like identifies with him enough to like be his friend and make him want to stay. Yeah. Exactly. I think you're like onto something. And then I think maybe in production they were like, we can't name an Asian person Twinkie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can't do that. We'll just slide Shad Moss into the Twinkie <laughs> role. That'll work well. But I gotta say, when Vin Diesel shows up, I was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is somebody I know this whole movie I had to watch a bunch of trash to get to the treasure. And honestly, Vin <laughs> Diesel, oh, he looks so good. Oh, what a I, sight for Sora. And he's like, I used to run some missions or used to run around with Han. Uh-huh. He's talking about Fast Five, Six, and Seven. And they haven't even <laughs> talked about filming four at this point. And he's accidentally just saying, yeah, Han and I had some adventures. And it's like, we'll figure that out later in that the series. It's so, so fucking cool. funny. It's like uh, Babe Ruth calling his shot. He's like, yeah, and uh, Han and I have been friends for three or four movies. You hear do like you the executives go, excuse that me? That was the plan? <laughs> or do you think Vin Diesel was improvising? <laughs> what do you what do you think happened? I used to coach his improv team at <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> You can convince me of two things that Vin Diesel said that and him saying that willed it into existence. Mm -hmm. Or I will also believe that Vin Diesel was like, if I'm coming back to this franchise, it's going to be a thing about family and we're going to do nine 
two and a half hour movies where everything changes. <laughs> like, I believe he's business savvy enough to be like, when I come back, this shit is for real and we're making it the biggest franchise ever. Because I, 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 he's got that sort of hubris that only comes with a little bit lack of self-awareness that yes. Vin Diesel brings so positively where he's like, I, I, I've talked about this on other podcasts, but he has the football star doing the uh, pr theater production that month. He has that energy where it's like, he doesn't know that he actually uh -huh. sucks at acting, but his charisma is so crazy that it's working on the crowd. And he's bringing star of the football team energy to our dumb high school production. And I think he accidentally brings that energy where he's like, the movies are going to be huge. It's going to be out of family and they're going to be a billion dollar enterprise. Everyone's like, cool. Yeah. Car racing movies, whatever you say, Vin, it's like, holy shit was Vin accidentally setting these dominoes up to fall 10 years down the road. There's a big gap before fast five too. Oh, there is. Rolls. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm so excited. I wish I'm people could see you right through. now. Gabrus. like you were like hopping like, up and down. Are you, so sitting on a, are you sitting on an exercise ball or are you I wish kind of I should be. My way. doctor wishes. No, I'm sitting on a Sibian for the entire production. <laughs> Wait, what's a Sibian? Oh, Bayer. Don't pretend like don't you pretend. don't know. <laughs> you don't know. What's Just Sibian? Google it. S-Y-B-I-A-N. Uh, listeners of all of Nicole's podcasts get excited to hear her reaction to what a Sibian Ooh, is. Ooh, a sex machine. <laughs> now we'll get in this and now in the, did this switch over to why won't you impregnate me? Because I have a lot of things well, to talk about. Oh, thank you, Nangle, for the listeners. Nangle's holding up her Sibian into the frame so everyone knows what would like so Nicole can get an idea of what one looks like. Why yeah. has no one told me about this? <laughs> I thought you would have one in your one of your tubs no. in your house or something. <laughs> oh my <So> God. <laughs> This is just my everyday one. I can get my holiday one if you want to <laughs> yeah. see it. But the it, one that has up, a stocking on, yeah. like a Christmas stocking. <laughs> it's top. up in it's up in, in the crawl space. I'm gonna I get a purple out for one. Seasonal, oh like you're like a, a high school, like a teacher who changes their whole room over for holidays. <laughs> well, because when people are drag racing really loud, I'm like, you know what? I'm turning on all my Sibians. I'm putting them in the yard, and they are loud. They talk to each other. I think the generator that charges them all. <laughs> That's how I fight back with this drag racing in my neighborhood. I can't sleep without the white noise of my Sibian going all night. <laughs> Should I get a beige attachment? Chocolate? <laughs> or purple? And Nicole is adding to cart as we're riffing about Sibians over here. I fucking love it. Oh, that's some good. That's a good level of fame to have where you're like, hey, I heard about a new sex toy. It's like, well, I'm going to order it. <laughs> Do you click, think, click, mean, click. Is there like a, I feel like this has to have been made like a Fast and the Furious movie but instead of racing cars they're just like playing mario kart or one of those like you know xbox <laughs> games or something and like still the girls are half naked and just rush to whoever wins and don't yeah, say still a word. steel drums and like uh <laughs> zoom in of butt cleavage uh for pg-13 <laughs> sexuality because yeah. okay. like that's more normal i not um, normal but like more you know even more topical yeah. <laughs> one out of jacquard buying it <laughs> as soon as we're done here but uh, I, I just wanted to do a little bit of trivia yes so over 100 cars were destroyed or wrecked during filming that's so many what's the difference <laughs> well i guess no I wait guess are you no saying difference. the words destroyed and wrecked on the sibian website <laughs> this will destroy you. This one will wreck. You. This one will Would you want to get you. destroyed or wrecked, lady? I want to get wrecked because I think the two, uh, the two dials just go from wrecked, destroyed to wrecked. I can come back from it a little easier. 
Destroyed. It. It's only got two settings: destroyed and wrecked. It's like I need something. I need to warm up a little here, for fuck's sake. One of them is Han. One of the settings is Han. There we go. That's the light warm up that I'm looking for. Because he keeps coming. Um. He keeps coming back. That's for sure. <laughs> Wait, what, is there more trivia? There is. Okay, so prior to filming, the crew went to Japan and bought as many JDM, Japanese domestic market vehicles, as they needed uh, because they have the steering wheel on the right. Okay? This is the only Fast and Furious film not to star Paul Walker prior to his death. <laughs> Tokyo Drift is also the <laughs> lowest grossing film in the Fast and Furious franchise. I understand. Well, it it just doesn't have Paul Walker's face or Vin Diesel's face. Yeah. And after watching the first two movies, you understand why either one of them can pull a fucking blockbuster together. Mm-hmm. They, they have whatever it is that they have. It's not a, a normal actor's charisma. They have something else, but both of them pull it off. The fact that this movie is at all watchable without the two of them in it is a testament <laughs> to Sung Kang. Sorry, Lucas Black, I'm not giving you credit here, but it's a testament to Sung Kang as Han and uh-huh. a testament to a lot of the other extra characters, but especially Justin Lin. He just brought an energy yeah. to this movie that what made it have. feel like a Fast and the Furious movie. What they have is a 16-year-old fiancé that you need. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, the money that this movie made, I don't think I'd be like, oh, we're going to do a fourth one because the budget was $85 million and then it earned $158 million uh, internationally. And then $23 million, it's open. Well, it doesn't have total. I think it's $158 million total. That's like not that much of a profit. No. I, I mean, it is of course, an insane movie profit, but like not like they are nowadays where yeah. you're like... Now it's like uh, you Avengers spent a dollar and uh, it made 20 billion. So Tyler Perry can do whatever he wants. <laughs> oh my God, Tyler Perry's The Fast and the Furious. Oh my God, um, imagine. I would watch that. Medea goes fast and Medea goes furious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about a bunch of church wives that get cheated on. Two movies, five hours, one page of script. <laughs> Honestly, I would watch Medea's Tokyo Dream. Okay, I think it would be very funny. We're drifting. It would be like the commercial would have drift, right? Are you talking about a drift? Good afternoon. We're drifting. Good afternoon. Drifting. My God. Um. So we're at the end, Christine. Yeah. What are your final thoughts? On Fast and the Furious, <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Will you watch any more yeah. on your own? I will watch nine. I'm curious now okay. to watch nine to find out how it all comes together. I will do the fast forward 10 seconds thing a lot during the races. Um, <laughs> oh, you're going to do it a lot because Fast <laughs> 9 is about a 45 minutes longer than this movie. <laughs> oh, my Which God. Which is so ing- – you said that last week, and I just – I can't imagine an almost three-hour movie about – but I guess Hobbs and Shaw was very long, and I Once loved you hit to every fast second five, of it. They're minimum two hours. They're never oh. below 2.5. Again should, I watch Ho- should I watch Hobbs and Shaw? Hobbs and Shaw is a good time. I watched Jungle Cruise last night, and – Oof, how is that? I hate to say it, but I think The Rock phoned it in. Like Ooh. it was really hard to watch The Rock phone it in. It was it oh, made no. my heart. I have sad. I have some rock I have some rock based exhaustion. We'll talk about it as because he makes his appearance in Fast Five two weeks from 
uh, now, but uh, I'm tired of The Rock a little bit, and he, I am applying a lot of stuff that I dislike about current movie making onto The Rock, and he is uh, a main proponent of a lot of stuff I'm, that bothers me, but I used to love him so much. He just doesn't choose interesting shit. I feel like he just chooses money, and he's like, oh, I can make five of these? Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll do the first one now. I really liked, I really liked uh, the, oh God, Jumanji movies. Yeah. I thought he was really good in those. Those he's taking I, a little swing, I, I especially like in Jumanji too. They're doing like impressions and shit. It's pretty yeah. fucking fun. Oh, well, I haven't the, seen Jumanji. I oh, mean, the new you Jumanjis know. are fun. Yeah, like Jack they really Black. Are. It's like Jack, Jack Black's Black. best movie since fucking uh, High Fidelity. He deserved an, an Oscar yes! for that. I he thought was so for good. sure. Jack, you heard it here on Newcomers <laughs> Episode Three about <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Christine Nangle and John Gabers <laughs> think that Jack Black should have gotten an Oscar. Wait, really? For Jumanji yeah. one. He's so good in it because the part of the premise is that there's these players and then like the people playing uh like he's he's a teenage girl he's basically playing a teenage girl but in his body and words they're the avatars of different players the avatar that's what i'm looking for um so he's the avatar for like a 16 year old kind of like uh valley girl type so wait so jumanji is a movie about the personification of characters in a game that people are playing? Yes. Jumanji, well, the, the original Jumanji with Robin Williams from the 90s is about a board game that ends up being real life. And it's like about jungle adventures. You get sucked so into the up, board game. To update it for the reboot, they made it video games instead of board game. You get sucked into the video game. You get sucked into the video So, yeah. So, back to this. I think that it is like <laughs> everything wrong with everything like sometimes i think like if i could have gone back to one important i mean one important time in my lifetime that could maybe have helped sexism be slightly less crazy it would have been like day one of the set of american pie and just been like guys no no we can't do any of this (laughs) a movie which i love we haven't made movies like this since the 80s for a reason guys (laughs) like i know that my you know my if i had a time machine i probably should have stopped other things from happening (laughs) but but i also think that day one of filming of american pie would have been a big deal but this movie to be fair jason biggs was one of the architects of 9-11 as well so if you stop american (laughs) pie you do help us in a lot of ways i didn't think he was gonna die i didn't say i was gonna kill him that's the only he's, way to stop American Pie. Nagel, take this gun and get the time machine, quick. <laughs> he's still going to die 9-11 if I stopped American Pie. Um, but it just like kind of just the way over the top crazy object. Like I said, like I felt like it should have just been uh, cars driving teenage girls around and racing them against each other. Um, so I, I was not a fan except Han. He really like kept me watching. And the fact that I had to do this. <laughs> but I will watch. I will watch Hobbs and Shaw because those are like there is something just about certain actors that are just like you're saying the craziest stuff. But I care. Like I believe. If I you. remember correctly, Hobbs and Shaw is truly off the rails. Yeah, it's insane. You if you do remember correctly, I'm gonna go out on a limb yes, here and say Idris it's the Elba worst. Plays an a insane superhero char- bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and like, like an half robot or something, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got like biohacking done to the extreme with nanotech. Wait, so that so, that one goes like supernatural? Because the other ones don't really go supernatural. This one, that one goes the most supernatural. It's a guy has like bonkers. cybernetic enhancement. Idris Elba uh, has, I can't believe I'm about to say a movie that features Vanessa Kirby, absolute crush, Jason Statham, absolute crush, Idris Elba, absolute crush is kind of boring and bad. And <laughs> oh, okay, and, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say who they didn't have... Vanessa Kirby made somebody mad in the makeup department. 
Because there were some points where I was like, just get her chapstick. I know she's doing a lot of action. I don't need her in a full face of makeup. But these lips, they need moisture. <laughs> just give her a little bit of moisture, would you please? <laughs> um, okay, well, now I'm Googling Hobbs and Shaw. We got to end the podcast. Smart. Um, Are you Christine... mean in general or just this episode? <laughs> oh, no. No, just this episode. Okay, I'm good. like, this was a bad movie. I really, it was bad. I like Han. It's about all I liked. It was really, really tough. Yeah, but, it was like watching a, a show I didn't like, but, oh, this actor, I will have, I love him in this, uh, them in this new yeah. project, so it's fun to watch them in this. But, uh, like, I, Vin Diesel at the end is what kept me going. I was like, if he had not appeared at the end, I probably would have been, like, done with, I'd be like, I don't really want to watch another movie. Totally. I but get, I was like, I ooh, that. you sucked me back in. I fucking yeah. love Vin Diesel. One day I'll marry him. I didn't know you loved him that much. This is, this I is cut pictures of him out in my youth and hung them on my wall. Oh my He's God. like my first like crush. I wow. recommend getting the uh, Vin Diesel multifacial brand Sibian here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, watch a uh, multi. Is it called multifacial? It's I believe a, it's called multifacial. It's got a Groot attachment. He's got this. Uh, <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Groot uh, Bayer, are you okay? Yeah, I accidentally called for Groot mid-stroke. <laughs> Christine, do you have anything you want to plug? No, I, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to say that right after Sibian. Do I have anything? <laughs> Do you want to have anything on plug? I mean, unplug your Sibian because the audio is becoming super loud now. Yeah. Well, sorry. maybe I'll be plugging the Sibian when I get mine. Yeah. Um, just check out twitter.com. <laughs> Please. If you, are you happy at home? Perfect. Check out twitter.com and change we'll take that. Care of that. <laughs> Twitter truly is awful, but you are very you funny on it. Uh, yeah, Nango, you. you crush it. I love you. I guys use too. promo code newcomers to get twenty percent off your Sibian. <laughs> <laughs> and check out my new podcast. Why won't you impregnate me? <laughs> Mostly, I just shouted at drag racers around my neighborhood. <laughs> Why won't you impregnate me? You're <laughs> <laughs> going so much faster now. <laughs> Away from me. That's uh, that's hurting my feelings. That feels unnecessary. <laughs> just like tap the brakes a little. <laughs> Look, roll that the window give me a fucking <laughs> pretend like it's a chance oh man well it was a treat to see you guys uh, it was nice to see, to see you, you we have uh, our rate and <laughs> oh boy oh boy please don't okay? review review <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's technically there. <laughs> we got a five-star review from Hork who says, Welcome to the family. Gabrus is the rock to Nicole and Lawrence, Vin and Walker. I've enjoyed every season so far, but I'm really excited to hear everyone talk about the insanity of Hobbs and Shaw. Just a few more episodes away, uh -huh. fam. Coming in hot. Also, <laughs> thank you that I get to be Vin Diesel. I know, I'm really happy about that. I'm so glad I'm the hairless, sexless Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> we're here in the in the basement gym getting the lift on early, and then we're gonna eat sushi and drink Terramina. <laughs> I'm gonna read one more review. This is from Miss Chief Mandy. Oh, Mischief Mandy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Chief Mandy. <laughs> I just spent the 
title first Fast and Furious episode laughing very much out loud at work love so if you want us to read a review that you write fucking write it and then yeah and we'll we, say we might, you get we your might fucking handle it. said out loud how fucking fun is that yeah we'll be back <laughs> next week with Fast and Furious Ampersand baby <laughs> <laughs> a HeadGum original.